Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Oh, thank you very much, Joey Martin. This is indeed D.C. Lundberg, your sleep-deprived host, who very seriously considered taking the day off, but he didn't. And I'm talking in the third person. I must be really tired. This is Locked On Mariners, ladies and gentlemen, and we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or T-L-O-P-N, or Tlopin, brought to you today by Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bars on, a, on the planet. They taste as close to a candy bar as a protein bar can get. Go over to BuiltBar.com to check them out and order a box for yourself. And also remember about Built Boost Drink Powder, which now come in six brand-new flavors, and the all-new Built Go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your order. That is BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on. Also remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or any of the other programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow this program on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, for those scoring at home. Well, with the uh, week's worth of ball games, uh, I don't want, they're not wiped out. They're going to be made up in a doubleheader later on in the month. It has also been announced, ladies and gentlemen, that Thursday's game versus the Oakland Athletics has also been postponed. So no Mariners baseball until Friday when they play the Texas Rangers at home. So in the interim... I'm going to take this opportunity to update you on how some of the individual Mariners are doing. Well, at least the Mariners that are currently on the on the active roster. Going to talk about the offense here in the first half of the program and the pitching in the second half. Also in the second half of today's program, going to finally get to that Taiwan Walker bit that I've been planning to do since Monday. Tell you about his uniform number, tell you about how he's doing in Toronto, which is more important, of course. Also going to tell you how Daniel Vogelback did in Toronto. And yes, I'm using the past tense for a reason. But let's get to the Seattle Mariners, the 2020 iteration of the Seattle Mariners. And let's start on the offensive side of the ball. The offense has very obviously been led by Kyle Lewis, who has played in all but one of the Mariners' games this season. They've played 37 up until this point. Lewis has uh, played 36 of them. He's hitting 328 on base of 418, slugging 527, eight home runs and 100, 131 at bats, 21 runs driven in. That doesn't lead the team. His eight home runs, however, does lead the team. 21 walks as well, 38 strikeouts, maybe a little much. He can cut down on that for sure. And he has been, I think, cutting down on that as the season has progressed. Uh, two doubles as well, and OPS of 945. Kyle Seeger, who started out like a house of fire, somewhat has cooled off. His batting average has kind of come back to where his career average was, or at least closer to it. He's still hitting above his career average, ladies and gentlemen. He's played in all 37 games, 129 at-bats. He has driven in 26 runs, and that leads the team. His 10 doubles also leads the team. He's slashing 271, 344, 465, for an OPS of 809. JP Crawford has been somewhat up and down. He's up right now, 35 of the 37 games, slashing 250, 342, 341. 
250 batting average is not really spectacular. That 342 on base, though, is much higher than his batting average. That's really good to see, especially since he is the leadoff hitter. And this is pretty much his test to see if he can be a leadoff hitter going forward. I think that still remains to be seen, but he's made a case where he probably could do it. Tim Lopes has seen the most action in left field thus far. Uh, Tim Lopes has played the 32 games. He's played in all but five of, of the Mariners' games, ladies and gentlemen. Some pinch-hitting appearances. He's got 100 at-bats even with, and 24 hits, which by any math is a 240 batting average. On base of 283, he doesn't walk very much, and 340 slugging. He also started out absolutely on fire and then just went to, through a streak where he wasn't hitting anything. And he's kind of back to himself. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Shedlong Jr. has not had the best of seasons. He's played in 32 games. He's slashing 170, 238, 295. Hopefully this improves. This is a weird year. I'm willing to throw it away and see what he does next year. Ditto Evan White. However, he has uh, been a lot better lately than he was to start this season when he was hovering around a 100 batting average. He's gotten that up to 163. He's slashing 163, 228, 356. Five home runs, five doubles, 17 runs driven in. Those 47 strikeouts, that's too much. And a lot of those came in the really early part of the season. Although he is striking out, you know, he's still striking out too much. In fact, he is striking out in 45% of his at-bats. That's Mike Zanino territory. In fact, that's worse than Mike Zanino, if you can believe that. D. Gordon has been, uh, I guess, the Mariners' most used utility player, so to speak. A lot, lot at second base and shortstop. Mostly in left field, however. He's slashing 190, 242, 207. I felt like going into the season, if he had a good season, that he was a good candidate to be traded to a contender who might need some middle infield help. He wasn't having a good season, so he is still on the Mariners. In fact, this is, I believe, the last year of his contract. That is correct. He has signed through this season. It'll be interesting to see where he winds up. I will be very surprised if he is a Mariner next season. Telegram Sam, after he came up from the alternate trading site, has played in 12 games, and he's slashing 277, 320, 426. An infielder by trade, he's seen a lot of action in left field because the Mariners don't have a great starting option in left field. It's been the rotation that we spoke of. But he's been very impressive since he come up. He's been pretty much doing nothing but hit. Like I said, 277 batting average. He's got uh, one home run, 47 at-bats. He's been good, and he can run the bases too, which is also great to see. Jake Fraley has uh, gotten into six games, 174, 269, and 304, his slash line. Also recently recalled, Jose Marmalejos, 14 games overall. But I'm going to talk about what he did before uh, being sent out to the alternate training site and after. Before being sent out, he appeared in eight games, slashed 103, 103, 207, with one home run, 29 at-bats, and three hits. Since being recalled, he's raised that batting average all the way to 229. And as I said on the program yesterday or the day before, I forget which, the one major change that he made is that he's no longer putting as much pressure on himself as he did. And 
I can understand why he wouldn't hit in that case. He's just going back to... He knows he can hit, so now he's just doing it. It was a, more of a mental change. And since being recalled in 19 at-bats, he is slashing 421, 500, 1,000. That is a 1,500 OPS, but again, that's six games, 19 at-bats, eight hits, two doubles, three home runs. My goodness, he has been in some sort of hot streak after being recalled from the alternate training site, and I don't expect that 421 batting average to continue. That is obviously going to cool down. But he's raised his batting average 126 points since being recalled, and that's a major shift. He was recalled to be the extra player for the uh, doubleheader late last week. And again, just had two very good games. He went overall 3-for-7 with two home runs, including a grand slam. And he hit well enough to be kept on the Major League roster. Saw a lot of action at first base while Evan White was nursing a sore shoulder. Played some DH, played some first base. Especially that since Vogelback is no longer with the team, that DH spot has kind of opened up. And Scott Service said it was going to be more of a rotation rather than an everyday DH-type situation, which is what most teams do anyway. And Marmalejos has taken full advantage. Good for him. We're starting to run out of time here in the first half of the program, so I'm going to very quickly go over Joseph Odom, Joe Hudson. Odom is going to be the backup catcher. <clears throat> Hudson was sent out, and I'll get to that in just a little bit also. Odom was hitting at 095, but he's a backup. Defense is, is his calling card. Uh, Hudson, ditto, but his batting average was much higher. 176, his batting average. Also sent out to the alternate training site was uh, Sunshine Superman, Donovan Walton, who played in one game, uh, four plate appearances, three at-bats, never got a hit, but did walk once. Braden Bishop has also been sent out to the alternate training site, and in his seven games, he slashed 188, 278, 250. Dylan Moore's on the 10-day injured list. Hopefully he's coming back soon from that wrist problem. He was slashing at 282, 364, 538, which was... And he, I think he hit 205 or something last year. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about, about Dylan Moore, but he's he was very, very impressive, uh, to say the least. No Mariners trivia question today, gang. I was too tired to write one. Like I said, I almost took this show off completely. But I've been wanting to update you on the individual player statistics for a long time. And since the Mariners do essentially have most of the week off, I figured this was a good opportunity to do that. But we will go right into the advertisement for Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., uh-huh, sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., or, you know, maybe, I don't know what, at 3 o'clock in the morning as I record this, Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, and traditional retailers that you could possibly think of. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving everyone who can hear the voice I'm using right now $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. 
To start those free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That is code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. If you've got a question for me or a comment on the show, tell me how awful I sound today. Send an email to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com and I'll consider using it for the Friday mailbag segment. Questions about anything, just as long as it's appropriate, I will use it on the show and we are doing an email segment on Friday. More Locked On Mariners following this word from Indeed. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 the world's greatest delay of game? Yuck, yuck. Even though sports had a break, your business sure as hell didn't, unless you're out of business, like I said. And if that's the case, I do apologize. But you got to keep moving. And that makes hiring even more important than ever, and Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time. And there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful job tools to make your search just that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half more times likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And again, my current day job, I found it on Indeed. So it is a great tool for job seekers as well. And that just goes to show that if you've got a business, Indeed, they're the place to go. Right now, they're offering our listeners a $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Now time for the second half of Locked On Mariners. Once again, your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yes, here he is indeed, about to bring you the second half of Locked On Mariners today. Talking about the Mariners pitching staff, how they're doing, and going to update you on two recently departed Mariners who went to the Toronto Blue Jays. There aren't enough San Diego Padres game to talk about to talk about how Nola and the others are doing. We're going to talk about Taiwan Walker first, and this is what I've been saving since Monday, he has one start with the Blue Jays thus far. It was on August 29th where he uh, pitched against the Baltimore Orioles in Buffalo. Yeah, the Blue Jays are playing in Buffalo this year. Six innings pitched in that start, four hits, three walks, uh, four strikeouts, 92 pitches, no runs given up. It was a 5 to nothing win for the Toronto Blue Jays, and he did get his first win as a Blue Jay in that start. So, Sort of a mixed bag, but a pretty good effort. Blue Jays were pleased with what he did, obviously, since you know they got him the win. 92 pitches in six innings, like I said. His final start as a Mariner, which was on August 19th, versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. Seven innings pitched, four hits, three runs, all of them earned. Only one walk, eight strikeouts, 
And those three runs were all solo home runs, and the Dodgers are such a powerful offense that I'm kind of willing to look past that. It was, a, it was a brilliant start. His best start of the season probably, however, was July 31st against Oakland. Seven innings, one hit, no runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. He had two very good starts. Those were the two best starts that he had this season for the Mariners. His next scheduled start is Thursday in Boston against the Red Sox. And his uniform number. Hyunjin Ryu is wearing number 99 for the Blue Jays, which is what Taiwan Walker had had. He had switched to 99 with the Diamondbacks because he, he wanted to choose a number which he would never have to change again. Lo and behold, he gets to Toronto, and Hyunjin Ryu is on the team. So he switched to number zero. He is not the first Blue Jay to wear number zero. As a matter of fact, the Blue Jays are the only team that I know of who at one point had both double zero and zero on their roster at the same time. Al Oliver had uh, number zero for the 1985 Blue Jays, and Cliff Johnson, who was acquired at the end of the season, wore double zero. Taiwan Walker is the only other player for the Blue Jays now to be wearing zero or double zero, and he is also the only player in Major League Baseball history to wear both 99 and either zero or double zero. That is what I had planned for Monday before the big trade went down. It sounded good at the time, probably not worth the wait, but I still find it pretty interesting. Daniel Vogelbeck, on the other hand, is no longer a Blue Jay. He was designated for assignment yesterday after two games in which he went to bat five times with one walk and no hits. Again, we wish Daniel Vogelback the very best, and we do hope he catches on somewhere and is productive with some other Major League Baseball team. But Toronto simply just did not have room for a DH-only bat. They already had a first-base DH type, a couple of them on that roster anyway. So it was kind of an odd trade at the time for the Blue Jays. There's just no room for him, unfortunately. And again, we do wish him the very best. Let's talk about the Mariners pitching staff now, and we're going to somewhat breeze through this since the first half of the show ran a little longer than I expected it to. I'm not going to talk about the entire bullpen because there have been so many moving pieces. I'm pretty much just going to update the starting rotation. The newest addition to that starting rotation is LJ Newsom, who has joined the rotation in Taiwan Walker's stead. He's pitched in two ball games. One of them has been a start, so... You know, kind of tough to judge what he has done in those two outings. I'm going to save Marco Gonzalez for last because he's been nothing short of fabulous. Justice Sheffield has also been very good. Six starts with the Mariners. Some of them have been not great. Some of them have been very, very good. Overall, he has a 4.75 ERA, which is a little on the high side. But again, this is such a short season that one or two bad outings is going to inflate that ERA. It's going to inflate a whip as well. And his whip for the season is 1.319. He has walked 3.6 per nine innings, which is on the high side. He can control that. Like I said, he has had some very, very good outings in which his control has been a lot better than that. And I feel like these numbers really don't do justice. Justice. Hmm. Anyways, Justin Dunn 
is next. He's also pitched in six games. They've all been starts. His 4-3-3 ERA has been a little misleading. He's also had some very good starts and some very bad ones. He's walked a ton more hitters than just as Sheffield had 5.3 walks per nine innings. His whip is lower, however, because he's not allowing as many hits. 1.259 hits for Justin Dunn. And again, kind of take these numbers with something of a grain of salt because it's a short season and one or two bad outings can inflate those numbers. Yusei Kikuchi has had a lot of bad outings. He's had five outings overall with a 6-1-2 ERA, a 1.4 whip. He has walked fewer batters than I realized, 3.6 per nine innings. And he's had a couple of good starts. So hopefully those good starts continue, can continue going forward. Nick Margevichis has pitched in seven ball games. Four of them have been starts. And those starts have been very, very good for the most part. At large, he has a 3.86 ERA, a 1.130 whip. He's not walking very many hitters, but he's giving up a few more hits than, uh, than Justin Dunn is. 8.4 per nine innings. Well, you know, that, and that probably does need to come down to some extent. But at the same time, he's not putting that m- many runners on base. Finally, Marco Gonzalez, who has, outside the first start in Houston, been just excellent. Seven starts, 3.09 ERA, whip below one, fewer than a walk per nine innings. He's walked four batters all season in 43 and two-thirds innings. 7.4 hits per nine innings, which is the lowest now among Mariners starters outside of Justin Dunn, who has six. And to kind of compare Marco Gonzalez's uh, seven starts this season to his first seven starts last season, he actually got off to a better start last season, believe it or not, in which he, his ERA was a 2.80. He really didn't have any bad starts in that in that uh, time period. The worst one was probably his second start of the season in which he pitched five and a third innings. Four runs, three of them were earned. Only one walk. His his eighth start of the season, which is just beyond what we're looking at, was an absolute clunker. One and a third innings pitched. Five hits, six runs, three of them earned. So it looks like his defense let him down on that one. And only 49 pitches. Getting back to this season's number, if you eliminate his first start in Houston, which wasn't great to, to put it lightly, his numbers look that much better. 2.75 ERA in starts 2 through 7, 39 and a third innings pitched, and a whip, ladies and gentlemen, of 0.864. So the first start in Houston, 4 and a third innings pitched, 4 runs, 3 of them earned. Get rid of that. And his numbers look even that much better. He has been the true number one starter that the Mariners thought he could be and wanted. Very good to see. Tomorrow on this program, the next edition of Diamond Quiz. Featuring Ulysses Zambrano from Locked on Rays, Javi Reyes from Locked on Padres, and Gabrielle Starr from Locked on Red Sox. Remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me personally on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Diamond Quiz tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a great day. I'm going to bed. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 